Welcome to you at the table. This is for the week of January 31st. And we're reading from the book of Mark again this week. Verses 21 through 28. Then Jesus and his disciples went to Capernaum. And he immediately started teaching on the Sabbath day in the synagogue. The people were awestruck and overwhelmed by his teaching because he taught in a way that demonstrated God's authority, which was quite unlike the religious scholars. Suddenly, during a meeting, a demon-possessed man screamed out, Hey, leave us alone. Jesus the Victorious, I know who you are. You're God's Holy One, and you have come to destroy us. Jesus rebuked him, saying, Silence. You are bound. Come out of him. The man's body shook violently in spasms, and the demon hurled him to the floor until it finally came out of him with a deafening shriek. The crowd was awestruck and unable to stop, saying among themselves, What is this new teaching that comes with such authority? With merely a word, he commands demons to come out, and they obey him. So the reports about Jesus spread like wildfire throughout every community and the region of Galilee. Um, Capernaum means the village of Nahum and Nahum means comforted and Jesus did many miracles and made his base of ministry in this village of the comforted um, this they talk about scribes which are experts of the law um, They, um, the demon knew Jesus' true identity before the people did. Um, that's not much a question when he says, have you come to destroy us? But rather an assertive and defiant declaration that there is no question. Um, that the demonized man was apparently comfortable in the presence of their religious teachers. But when Jesus stepped into the room, he spoke out and he couldn't resist the power of Jesus. So, who do you say Jesus is? Um, I say, you know, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Jesus is the one that I give faith to. Jesus is the one that died for my sins. Jesus was a miracle worker. Um, this demon, this... So when I was younger, I had epilepsy, which is seizures, and I had two different kinds of seizures. I had the, what they call grand mal back then, which is the kind that you were on the ground and you shook, and I also had what they call petit mal, which is the staring seizures. And I had this from the age of three until I was 12. Um, actually, I stopped having seizures when I was seven. I believe that I was healed from this. Um, there's no going around it. Um, I wouldn't say that the epilepsy was a demon in me, but it was something that was different in me than my brothers and my sister. Um, but yeah, um, I was administered to like we do in the community of Christ where you can go to elders and you can say, I'd like to be administered to, and we get some oil, and we lay the oil on your forehead, and we put our hands on your head, and we pray for you. We specially lift you up to God. 
Um, I believe you can do this without the oil, truly. Um, but there's something in the symbolism of that oil. Uh, I was administered to, I don't know how many times when I was younger. So, yeah. Um, but again, I wouldn't say that every person has epilepsy has a demon inside of them. Don't take that. But I believe that Jesus is a healer. Um, how do you respond to Christ's touch in your life? Well, as I've said in previous podcasts, Christ's touch in my life has been has been what's kept me going. Um, he's led me places that I never ever would have thought I would have ended up. He's taken me places. He's given me experiences that I never in my wildest dreams could imagine for myself. Um, I truly believe, like it says in Jeremiah, that he knows the plans. We don't, but he knows the plans for us. There's a reason for everything. Um, his touch on my life has been incredible. Um, from, again, the healing from seizures to my work interpreting for the deaf in this in this way with um, different churches um, his hands guiding me to Alabama guiding me to Kansas guiding me back home to Iowa um, his fingers have been involved in all of it it's it's the thing his fingerprints I was talking to my friend at lunch today about this He's got his fingerprints on all of my life. I cannot tell you one thing that I can't attribute to prayer, that I can't attribute to faith, that I can't attribute to the fact that I'm a Christian. Um, so many, so many things could have gotten worse. So many things could have turned out completely different. And yet, I have a calmness about things that I haven't had before. When I look back and I see all the things that have been involved in my life, um, I have a peace with things that have happened in my life that I couldn't have without God, without His touch. Um, we we as Christians have to continually wake up every day and if we wake up every day thank God that we woke up number one and number two ask God you know where where's your spirit leading me today just like um, community of Christ our words of faith start with you know where where are you leading me today? Where is your spirit leading me today? We have to tone into that. We have to lean in. We have to pay attention to that spirit. Is that spirit asking us to make an extra lunch for somebody at work? Sorry. Is that spirit asking us to make a phone call? Is that spirit asking us to go have lunch with somebody? Is that spirit asking us to take some of our valuable me time 
and given it to somebody else. Um, I believe that God does. There's been um, some things that I just I can't put my finger on, and the only thing I can say is that God's finger's been involved. Um, I was dating this guy a year ago, yet I was talking to another guy, and I prayed, I prayed, I prayed, and prayed that the second guy would talk to me. Um, I knew deep down that this first guy, you know, really just wasn't, wasn't right for me. <laughs> I was an idiot and in my journaling and I pray about it all the time going, okay, God, you know, if he's the right one, you know, let me know. And the next night I'm journaling again, okay, God, let me know. And then he decided that, hey, we shouldn't be together. And you know what? It made it really easy. It made it really, really easy to break that off because, yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't that connection, I guess you could say. But then with this other guy, there was this yearning, there was this want to know more, there was this eagerness to get to know him and it made it really easy when we did finally meet up it made it really easy to talk to each other and we just we just kind of fit where the other guy just didn't fit and it's almost been a year now that he and I have been together and I can tell you you know <laughs> this year like I'm sure many of you had in this year of COVID you know of all times to meet somebody um, but yeah, God's, God's finger was on every single bit of this, and I believe God's finger's still there. Um, he's a Christian, and we talk about our faith, he gives me grief sometimes because of the whole former reorganized Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints bit, and the whole Mormon thing, and, but yet, there's still respect there, um. But every day we have to, aside from that story, um, every day we have to get up and say, okay, God, where is your spirit leading me? What are you asking me to do today for you? Because essentially that's what we're here for. We're, we're here to lead others to Christ. We're here to follow Christ and listen to his teachings. And when he tells us to do something, we should do it. We shouldn't say, yeah, God, you know what? I'm not the one to do that. I'm not the one to say those words or, you know, I think you could find somebody better. No, that's, that's not our, that's not our job. Our job is to accept whatever it is that God gives us that day. Um, this past week, the reason why I didn't have last week's done, um, last week's podcast Last Sunday, I woke up and I was itching. My my body, my whole upper body was itching. And it was a Sunday where I had to drive. So I was itching and driving. And really didn't feel good. I still 
I came home, was still itching. I went to work on Monday, still didn't feel good, but I was there, I was at work. And I still just didn't feel right. Um, I ended up taking Tuesday and Wednesday off and just staying in bed and just going, okay, God, you know, what are you trying to tell me through this? What is, what's going on? And I slept. I slept for over 14 hours. Um, God's, God was, I think, telling me to slow down. And he's like, dude, you just been doing way too much, I think, was what it was. Because when I finally went back to work, excuse me, I had more energy. And, yeah. Um... <laughs> so, anyway, as I was saying, that every day I challenge you this week to get up and say, Okay, God, where is your spirit leading me today? Uh, so, what is the Holy Spirit actually going to prompt you to do this week? Um, ask, ask the Holy Spirit. Just outright say it. When you get up in the morning before your feet hit the ground, outright say it say okay what what am I supposed to do for you today not what are you gonna do for me so what are you gonna do for what do I need to do for you and that's my challenge so there you have it um, let's close in prayer Heavenly Father I thank you for my listeners and I thank you for the sunshine on this glorious snow um, that we got, and I ask that you be with everyone this week as they go about their week and guide them in their day and guide them in the way that you would like us to live. And ask these things in your son's holy name. Amen. Don't forget if you like this podcast to share it with your friends, and you can always send me feedback at sgl at the table at yahoo.com I'd really appreciate it and have a great week until next week